The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This week we're talking about the RIP package that you can you can get through, uh, get for Download Festival. Um, and later on, we've got a really cool interview with a couple of guys that came on, Kev and Gareth. So it's definitely worth sticking around for that. I am Adam, and I'm here with Simon. Hello, and good evening to you, sir. Hello, how are you doing, man? Yeah, good dude. Good. All good, man. All we're good. two COVID recoveries. Yes. But, yeah, but we're, we're two young 25-year-old bucks, <laughs> so we're perfectly fine. It's all yeah. good. Um but yeah man no I'm good. I'm I'm really good. Yeah. Um I I've I've wanted to talk about RIP for it's been our list to do of episodes for ages, isn't it? Like we've done loads of stuff when we've had this one in the background. So I think yeah. I got like comments from people on Facebook like I don't know like January even yeah. I don't even know. It might even have been before that. I can't remember. Um so yeah, this is going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. And um it was uh, honestly it was nice to talk about download again. Because it feels like we haven't yeah. done that for a while. I think yeah. Gareth, in in the interview, says uh, that it was nice to come on and talk to us about Download Festival, and and it brought him back some memories that you know he, he enjoyed remembering. And uh, mm. yeah, it's the same for for us. Like I I've enjoyed talking about it again. Yeah, yeah, it's good because we've done a lot of episodes, you know, still within music sort of the region that we want to do all our podcast in. But yeah, actually, download, download. We haven't probably talked about for for a while. So yeah. This is good yeah. stuff. Yeah, and uh, and Kev, it was uh, it was Kev's it was actually Kev's idea to do the VIP, uh, RIP yeah. even, uh, yeah. who got hold of us on Instagram, and uh, I said, yeah, definitely we'll do it. And then about three months passed, but well, I said <laughs> about two months passed, I would say, before I even got back to him. So I, you know, <laughs> I I felt felt bad for him that it was taking us a long time to get get round to it, but we we finally got there, and I think he was pretty chuffed. Yeah, to, it was great. It was great to, um, to, to to talk to both of them, actually. Um, so, yeah, stick around for the conversation because it's really good, isn't it? Like we we had a lot of fun talking to these guys just about R.I.P. And the reason we wanted to get them on was because me and Ad haven't done haven't done it before. <laughs> so, you know, we're just the standard sort of campers and we wanted to know what the what the crack was. So, yeah, it was it's really good fun. So definitely stick around for it. Awesome. Cool. Uh, anything, anything new with you the last couple of weeks? No, no, not really. Nothing has really changed. We've done. I mean, we've done these episodes quite quickly, haven't we? Because we were yeah. blessed enough to get to do the In Search of Sun one, which yes, of course, which we were really, really excited about. Um, so we we just come in really hot off the the back of that, and we've been we've been social mediaing it up like two titans, <laughs> trying yeah. to um you know, trying to do stuff. And um, I'm sure we'll speak about the playlists um, in a little bit and all that. But yeah, we've no news from me, man. We're just, we're, we're cracking on, aren't we? We're looking forward. You know, we're right 
on the precipice of when people start to get excited about download (laughs) and about all other festivals like i can feel it now really like with the weather we've had the last couple of days in my bones i'm like i I really want to go to a festival (laughs) and i know it's going to get the weather's going to get crap again but i don't care (laughs) like it's it's ignited the fire in me of wanting to go to download now so all i do at work is like every couple of hours just go and look at the bloodstock and download lineups and just go i can't wait for this summer like i i can't wait so yeah but no nothing nothing new um i've got a little bit i've got a little bit of news that might go to download obviously it comes in a second and i've got one new release that i've listened to but i don't have anything that i have done what about you cool uh yeah no uh going off what you just said about Obviously, the the In Search of Sun episode, which was very cool to do, and um, it, I I was so happy that Lida asked us to do it, and mm. and honestly, I couldn't stop listening to that song for a, a few days. <laughs> yeah, it's such good. a good song. And then it and really I listened is. to, I he did a, an interview with a radio station as well. I can't remember what the radio station was, and so I listened I listened to that. It was only about twenty minutes long, and he was saying that they they've got probably five or six. Uh, five or six more songs coming out sort of by the end of the year yeah and i thought we can't do specials for every single <laughs> one of them but i kind of i kind of want to but if uh, we listen if they ask us we'll do it yeah you know that'll be cool to do to do it and like we said before you know if there's any other we said this from the get-go i think didn't we like one of the first episodes i think i remember you saying you know it'd be awesome if people could send us music we could listen to and kind of like yeah. review and stuff so we would be willing to do that anyway, wouldn't we? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Give a, give a give a honest, like an honest review, not just like when your mate goes, "Oh yeah, that sounds alright." Like an honest review of something to say what yeah. we really liked about it and what maybe yeah. we didn't even like about it. So that's cool. yeah, definitely. And oh, that's something that uh, came up in the um, the interview previously, actually, with Samantha and Andy. You know, that they, they said you need somebody who can be brutally honest with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I struggled to find the words I was thinking of, but um, yeah, you need someone who can be. Oh, I fucking it's gone again. Um, <laughs> criticism, what, wait, wait, what? Ca- ca- uh, critique. Something. Yeah. You, uh, oh, for fuck's sake, it's gone. I can't believe it's gone. I don't know what. Uh, normally, I can pick Samantha, them out, but I honestly Samantha don't know had what. It. I don't know what you what one you're talking about. Um, constructive criticism. There you go. That's the one. Yeah, you you there need constructive go. criticism, and, and we'd be happy to give that. Yeah, definitely. And and I, I can tell you whether you're Swedish enough or not, uh, <laughs> Swedish melodic death metal enough or not, or or nineties. Hey, have you heard of uh, uh, Dead by April? Heard of? Yes. Listen never to them. Never listened. Definitely heard of. Listen to them. They they are basically Scandinavian melodic death metal meets nineties boy bands. That sounds like something I would enjoy. That so yes, I will go and listen to that music. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, we've gone off on one already. Uh, I was going to say quickly, you just reminded me, I was going to say, if you want to send music into us, the more you sound like ra- raunchy, the higher your your review is going to be. Mark it off the bingo card, guys. We got raunchy in this one. <laughs> got, yeah, there we go. Nice. <laughs> yes. uh, but, oh, yeah. Another thing I thought about, I thought about today, actually, which is quite cool that you brought it, well, you, you, it sort of come up uh, from something you said. Uh, I, I would love... To, so what I what I re- would love more than anything is to get music appreciated more um, than it is. I know people still love a lot of music, but getting buying music appreciated more as well. And 
normalizing sharing friends bands and and stuff like that like because because as we discussed with uh in search of sun mm-hmm. no it wasn't it was an episode before but it works with in search of sun as well if you share something and one person sees it your friend sees it that is not necessarily going to make them go i'm going to listen to that but if no lots of people share it and they keep seeing it it's like you said as well you, you've got to see it a few times then people will go do you know what i will check them out if if they seem they seem like they've got a hype, a lot of hype behind them at the moment, a lot of um, a lot of people sharing it, a lot of people interested yeah. in it. So I'm going to jump on that bandwagon too. Yeah, well, I mean, if say if you had a band, right, and then you, so how many how many people do people normally have on Facebook friends? I don't know, like five hundred to a thousand, depending on what sort of person you are, right? Yeah. Now I know not all of them use their Facebook all the time with them, right? But just imagine if like even a hundred of those people were to to share your band's new song or whatever yeah that's people don't realize how much of a huge reach that is and then possibly someone from that you know that's the point of social media like advertising then someone else shares it then they tell their friend and it's like sort of like word of mouth but in like a an actual form yeah it can work really well but you have to have the certain people doing yeah. it but uh yeah no that was very cool and uh, so so one thing i'll one thing that i thought about doing as well uh, similar to what you said about rating music, uh, in the in the board game world, uh, there's lots of conventions and people go and they'll buy like a fuckload of board games and come back and and sort of share their haul and say like oh, okay. this is what yeah, I bought. Yeah, that's cool. And and I thought we could do that with music. Mm. And uh, I was going to do it first and, and see if like I can make something of it and just go just go and buy like take take like 50, 60 quid with me and try and buy some really cool CDs with it and just picture them together and go, rate my haul. You know, what do you think yeah. of this slot? Um, That's and, cool, and man. I like that. I would love that. I would absolutely love that if that sort of became a new trend because that means people are buying CDs again as well. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> but um, obviously I was going to lead by example and do it first myself and then try and, See, then I, try and get My version of that it. would be I would do it. I personally wouldn't buy a CD anymore. But a vinyl, vinyl, I yeah. would buy. Yeah, so so I would take sixty quid and buy three vinyls, you know, three like metal vinyls or rock vinyls or whatever, and then yeah, yeah exactly, exactly the same thing. That would be awesome. That's really yeah. cool. I like it. And that, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I will do it. But if you want to beat me to it, now that I've said it, <laughs> then then carry we'll see, on. See, um, payday's Friday. I'll see how much money I got. Cool. Because they do have some some nice new vinyls in the H&B in, in Cheltenham. So. Awesome. I mean, it doesn't yeah, have I do to go be in there and be music. like, oh, hybrid theory on vinyl. That's going to sound oh. so sick. <laughs> so I'm like, I think I might have to buy that at some point. So I'll go in and have a look, man, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't have to be just music either. You know, it could be a little, a little mug, a little Iron Maiden mug or something, or mm. pins or badges. Yeah. That, like, something variety. That's what I would do anyway. Nice. No, dude, yeah. that sounds awesome. You're coming up with loads Already. of good stuff recently. Yeah, I'm a thinker. I do, I do think. <laughs> um, but, oh, so, so I never actually said anything what's going on with me. Nothing. I haven't really, I haven't really got anything new this last couple of weeks. Obviously, I'm at home with COVID for the week, and uh, we mm. didn't really do a lot. I, I was, you know, I was watching a video, yeah, uh, I think it was about Iron Maiden, a week or so ago, and they were talking about, uh, do you remember I said that I had the idea of the Sonosphere stages facing each other about yes. five years before Sonosphere happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't thinking that I was the first person to ever think that, but 
I, I found proof now that uh, I think one of the guys from Iron Maiden was saying there was a there was a gig or festival where I think it said in Berlin in 1983 that had that. Ah, so, yeah. That was definitely at least one that did it way well even before I was born. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah but I'm... that's still a good idea, though. I mean, yeah, it's they. It might have been a one-off thing, or they might not have done it. But to ha- to imagine if you know you would thought of you know you could have been the person that come up with the Sonosphere idea. Yeah, you know, said that to someone, and someone goes, "Hold oh, a minute, that's a really good idea. Maybe we should <laughs> talk to some people and try and get that off the ground." Probably exactly yeah. what happened. So yeah, could have been you. Anyway, you said the dirty word yeah. that we can't say. So, uh, uh, I am mean, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, no, you, no. You said it. You said it again. You said it again. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, there is nothing. Oh, my music enlightenment. I haven't spoken nice. about that for a little while. Yeah, go on, man. What, what's happening? Uh, nothing. Really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will. <laughs> So I, I was trying to think of bands to listen to the other day. And I thought, you've talked about Mushroom Head a lot. I'm going to write down Mushroom Head and I'll listen to them at some point. Because I've, I've only really heard the one song that they released, like, right at the beginning. And I didn't even know okay. they were still a thing anymore. So I was going through my notes before talking tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'd already written down Turnstile and Teenage Wrist um, nice. on a different notes thingy. But I forgot. So I, I didn't haven't listened to them yet. But I am definitely going to well, put that there. Uh, I am definitely going to keep a list of who to listen because when I put music on, I don't mm-hmm. know who to listen to. I just sort of, I just go back to the same 2010s playlist that I've been listening to yeah. for ages. So if you have a list, you'll go, do you know what? I'm just going to pick one of these and stick yeah. it on, see what I think. That's a good yeah. idea, actually. That is and, good. Um, I think I might start asking guests as well. Say like, right, uh, as well as like, like we asked Gareth and Kev to for uh, stories with camps like fuckery. Mm-hmm. I might might ask guests and say, right, pick one band for me to listen to and i will say mm-hmm. on the next episode what i think okay yeah well, that's that'll good. get me going well, i mean we could do it like both it. of us yeah man hells yeah awesome um but uh yes right that is all for me in the uh this catch-up bit i think okay shall Dort- we um dortmund sorry just going through my notes it was dortmund dortmund 1993 heavy dortmund show oh, same setup as it long time ago yeah Long time before Sonisphere, definitely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It um, shall we go to some news? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Bring in the news. Bring, Bring the news. In. Bring the news. <laughs> this is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Just shut up. The, the news is going to come now. This is the news. This is bad news. Oh, oh no. Um, and it could be bad news for the future. So uh, Static X cancelled Bloodstock and Killswitch Engage cancelled all of their UK and European shows. Same yeah. as Static X. And there's been a few other bands that have followed suit because of all the stuff. We, can't, we won't say it because we don't want to get too monetized, but all the stuff that's happening in Europe at the moment. Yeah. Now, the worse that, that gets the more it will affect traveling bands like American bands cancelling yeah. tours. And even though technically we're not Europe anymore, <laughs> but we are really um, technically, but we, we are. And people in like the comments were going mental. Like, yeah, this is happening nowhere near us. Why would you not come to the UK? 
we're not we're not currently affected by it that much you know we are in in pieces but it's not affecting our day-to-day running and doing what the country does yeah so people have just been going crazy and like yeah i was i i can understand why people would do it in europe i'm not quite sure they wouldn't come to the uk anymore unless they it's the point of that they have to make the whole trip and they can't just make like one to the uk and then go all the way back which i understand yeah yeah so i don't know i just wanted to see how you felt about it like if it starts to become a trend and you know that that like i know download has is full of british bands and we keep talking about that all the time but a lot of the big acts on there are american acts if and if they don't play then they got to be filled by someone else and you know it's going to be british bands yeah so it might end up happening what happened with the pilot last year where it's almost all british bands which was fantastic but it's still gonna affect the lineup if this happens so i just wanted to see what your take on it was yeah definitely um well um, i i did see i did see that static x have pulled out and um i did see one guy in the comments of of, of one of the one of the groups um throwing his toys out of the pram about it and he just annoyed <laughs> me so i didn't carry on looking i think it's okay to be annoyed by it absolutely but you shouldn't like you know they should you shouldn't be able to say they should come over because of this this Mm. and this it's like there's so much behind the scenes that you don't know about Uh, i think a lot of the reasons why people were canceling when we had sort of restrict lifted restrictions for the covid um Mm -hmm. and people were saying like they can fly over here it's fine but it was the whole logistics behind everything else yeah um so it would be interesting to see what happens definitely um it'd be interesting to see obviously iron maiden is going to headline the friday and do the early years and then the saturday and do the middle years or whatever they they did and then there's a headline the sunday and do like (laughs) just like a a three-day long best i remember the early years that was it but uh I like it. No, but it, it will will be interesting, and it's something we will have to talk about properly. Uh, what somebody actually commented on our Instagram a couple of weeks back now. Uh, it was just before the announcement, saying like it will be interesting to see if they they um do anything with the bands that won't be coming. You know, I think there's one band that you said that was split up, and uh, yeah. this guy is Brickin Mouth Syndrome. I think is he's called. Uh, I don't know if he's. I don't think he does a podcast, but I think he does a lot of um, vlogs, going to, to okay. going to gigs and stuff like that. He, he seems to know his stuff. You know, he's commented on a few of our stuff, uh, a few of our posts, and um, yeah, he said that there's quite a, well, not quite. He said there's a few bands that have split up that he knows of that um, mm-hmm. are still on the lineup, and a couple others that have sort of said they won't be coming over. So, and I don't think they've addressed it yet so it'll be interesting yeah. we'll have to go through all of the bands and find out it would just be interesting to like take what we say now and then skip to like the episode that we do just before we go you yeah. know like the one that says we're going to download blur or you know we go into a bit more detail of the lineup and stuff to see if it's exactly the same because this lineup has already changed so much yeah over like it's a lot of it stayed the same but there's been a lot of changes as well so i just i, I can't i'm not sure i can handle any more changes to this fucking lineup because <laughs> it's already so good it's yeah. so good yeah so good um but yeah but anyway okay we'll, we'll go into more detail in that and um later on and releases um it was just the new ghost album so the new ghost album impera uh, okay um i've listened to it probably 15 times already it's nice it's amazing it's very good 
It's a very good. It's a it's a it's a eight point five to nine out of ten from me. Oh, excellent, awesome. excellent. Well, all their stuff, all their albums are great. There's not one I don't like, but this one I like very much. So um, yeah, if you like Ghost and you're listening and you haven't heard the new album, go check because it's uh it's pretty sick, pretty sick. It's actually got awesome. probably like one of my favorite Ghost songs as well that I can't stop listening to. It's really sad. But sometimes, you know, I don't know if you get this. Sometimes do you listen to sad music to be sad? Are you one of those people? Or am I just an old school emo? Um, I think you must just be an old school emo. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, uh, I think I, I am. I, I, I listen to it and I'm like, I love being sad. And then <laughs> after like after like half an hour, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be sad anymore. I'm just going to listen to something else now. <laughs> it's the old school emo coming out of me, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really think I get sad very much at all. Just pretty much always happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, me too. Me too. But sometimes I like the sadness to console me. You know, like yeah. a sadness jacket. Yeah, I like I, to wear that emo jacket every now and then. <laughs> then I take it off and I'm fine again. But for yeah. half an hour, I like to be in that headspace. Yeah, yeah, I like that. that I, but I don't do. The, yeah, no. I've got kids. I don't have time to be sad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah, I've love... got the time. I've got the. T- you've got no time to be sad. I love that. That's how busy my life is. If you sat down with like a, a psychiatrist, they'd be like, have you ever felt sad? I don't have the time to be sad because <laughs> I've got kids. That's <laughs> like the best answer ever. <laughs> ah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That, that's it. That's it for me. So, yeah. Cool. Don't have anything else. So, uh, Yeah, I don't have any news either, actually. I was, before you start saying that, I was going to go, right, yeah, I am adding Ghost to my list. Before we carry Do on, it. Ghost, I might as well add Mushroom Head to this list as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't got two different lists. The thing is, you can't let the list get too long because then you won't, like, four or five at most, and then you've got to get rid of one when you like them because then you'll just keep listening to them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because if you've got, like, 10, you'll be like, oh, fuck, I don't know what one to pick. But if you've got five, you can be like, okay, I'll pick those. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. I've, been, I've like done. That. I've done well at listening to music in the van recently as well with my little my little Bluetooth speaker oh, that I yeah. said about because nice. uh, I I hate driving with uh, earphones in so I was like what what am I going to do so I yeah I I didn't use the speaker to start with because I was learning everything and I was like right I need to be concentrating but now yeah, I know what I'm doing enough. yeah listen to a stick lot on the moment. tunes yeah, yeah man yeah <laughs> up front stuff stopped outside somebody's house earlier and uh, I, I i left left the music on yeah i got out and it was just like run motherfucker run <laughs> uh, i like just it. kept saying run motherfucker run run motherfucker run run motherfucker run run it's like oh, shit let's pause that from my watch while i'm here <laughs> oh my god that's great that was uh oh, know me if you uh anybody interested it's a very very good song <laughs> <laughs> i want to get this out early okay before going into so that's the end of the news before going into the main topic with ronnie there's another thing i thought about earlier which i really really want to do now i know other people i other podcasts that i've listened to have done it but this is very special because it's going to be around download time so yeah what i would love to do for our for our one year anniversary episode and it will, like I said, it will be the download episode. People would hopefully listen to on the way to download. Is um, I I would love for people to send us a a video, a voice recording. Send us just a a clip of them talking about what download means to them, how much they love download, 
and uh if you feel like it what deer download means to you and how much you love deer download that would be very cool <laughs> thank you very much but yeah no I, i'd love to have that at the beginning of the episode so like everybody's journey at the beginning of their journey they, they if, if if obviously if they want to listen to us the first thing they hear is all the love that everyone has to give about download festival and then that would really get them in the mood i think hells yeah so Good uh, idea, man. i, I want to put that out early just to give people a chance to do it and it will be on the episode um there's, there's going to be lots of ways for you to send it into us i'll um i'll put it in the show notes but yeah you can you could even send a voice recording through um, Facebook Messenger now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be awesome to hear. Uh, shall we bring Ronnie in then? Yeah, wheel him in. Oh, yeah. So, oh, before we do that, yeah, <laughs> a, a quick thing about the interview. I, I think I've said pretty much everything I wanted to say about the interview before before we we get it going. But, uh, again, uh, again, similar to the last one, I recorded the whole interview my end from my computer. So... So there might be a little sort of coughs or throat clears in the background. Poor, poor Gareth. I I told them that that's what would happen if I have to record it all, mm-hmm. which was fine. Just just letting him know that we couldn't. I I can't get rid of them if everyone's yeah. on the same track. But at the end, he he'd held a sne- <laughs> he, he was saying he'd held a sneeze in for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, and I felt awful. I, was like, I, I didn't mean for you not to sneeze. We're just saying uh, that it'd be in the background if you do. Like, I can't get rid of it. But <laughs> what a what a what a guy he was. What a trooper. Like <laughs> yeah, man. What a legend. Honestly, Jesus, holding in one. I couldn't do that. I'd be yeah. like <laughs> in the background. Like no way. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that that was. I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Um, and pretty much like, like I said, Kev. Kev was what a guy. Kev was as well, and and probably still is. Um, he was waiting for ages. <laughs> waiting for ages to come on the show and it was so nice to have him on the show yeah definitely yeah so well we should i think that's everything i wanted to say about the interview uh i hope you'll enjoy it and here it is ronnie bring it in cool cool (laughs) (laughs) i love that ronnie from on high (laughs) ronnie from on high get him down (laughs) Okay, so this episode we have two special guests on. Uh, We have Kev and Gareth who got hold of us on social media. Well, no, I got hold of you actually, didn't I, Gareth, on social media. Talking about uh, the RIP and me and Simon have said on the show before we've never, never done RIP. And it was actually Kev that got hold of us on Instagram and said, uh, you know, why don't you do an episode on RIP? Because I've been to a couple recently. And so we, we discussed it. And then Simon put out a just a thing on Facebook, wasn't it? Just asking for people's experiences. Just in the download group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's where we came across Gareth. He had some really cool stories. Uh, and I was pretty sure... There were some other really cool stories there as well. So I I asked Gareth to come on. So yeah, here's Kev. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. Cool. And Gareth, how are you doing, man? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good, good. So I don't really know where to start. Like I said, we don't really have a clue. About, well, no, Simon, you've done quite a bit of uh, research on RIP. So do you want to maybe start yeah. with what you've come oh, well, across? I've done... 
Yeah, I've done loads of research. Obviously, people sent me lo loads of stuff um, and they were just saying how much of an awesome experience it is. But I never having done it. And you got to think about especially Adam, how many times, you know, he's been to every single download and he hasn't been to R like I know I've been like 13 times as well. But to think that both of us haven't been to RIP once is yeah. is crazy. And people always have such a pov positive experience of it. Um, I think I just always look at the price tag and think to myself, is it actually worth it? So from from your guys' experience, I don't know if um, if Kev, you can go first. Do you think you get that sort of money, that money's worth out of it from camping? Have you done both? Have you camped in RIP and normal, or have you just done an RIP? Yeah, this is going to horrify you. So my, I mean, my first download was 04. I didn't camp. Uh, I didn't camp in 2012, and I, I pretty much never camped other than RIP uh, anywhere. So I, you know, I've, I've done download, I've done leads, I've been to Sonisphere, you know, I've done all these festivals, but never, never done any kind of standard camping. I, <laughs> I, I think it's the, um, there's a, there's a few kind of reasons for it. Um, for me, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's the kind of added peace of mind that you don't get in standard camping. There's things you get um, 24 hour security. Uh, there, there's so many kind of bonuses to it. So you've got the security thing. You've got, um, you know, you're much closer to the arena than anybody else. Um, that that is kind of like one of the big, big things. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the you know, the, I've seen some of the walks that um, people have to do, you know, from the car park mm -hmm. and download, right yeah. to the, if you're if you're going right to the far end of the campsites, yeah. well, that, that's a hell of a walk. It is a trek. Yeah. yeah. I think when people first go to download, and obviously, some people will go and they just won't look at the map. So yeah, like you said, they'll camp the furthest away because they have no fucking idea where anything is, and then they've got to walk like ten miles to get to the arena every day. So like, yeah, when you don't do that sort of research, you're like, well, we're fucked. We're right at the right at the end. <laughs> so basically, what I'm trying to say, Kev, is you're better than us. Uh, <laughs> we're scum. Uh, earns more money than us, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Gareth, what no, about yeah, you? Oh. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um. The first time that I actually ended up VIP was just by accident. Um, we were standing in 2005 at the second stage, and this guy comes up and says that he has to leave. So I think it was something to do with his wife was going to labour, and he, he takes off these two wristbands that he had, and he gave one to me and my friend. And that was actually for like the VIP area, um, which we never knew existed. Uh, and you know, that weekend, we ended up meeting Tony Omi, um, which was amazing. I, I have a picture somewhere myself and Tony and then it's funny because he came into the VIP area and then as soon as we get the picture he realised everyone else was going to ask for pictures and he left again so <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were pretty pissed off at us for that um, but then it was next year that we actually went to the RIP um, yeah. and so that was 2006 and we did the RIP for the first time properly um, and then we did it again 2007, 2008, 2009 and then 2010 I actually had a bit of a sabbatical um from download until 2016 so seven years of festivals i was still on and then i went back again um to do camping in 2019 and that was mm. just the the scabby camping as you say yeah yeah cool that was great yeah, the experiences what a difference that must have been for you really because so did you say the last time you went was 2010 and you didn't go again until 20 16. Yeah, uh, so 2009 and then 2016, oh, but it, 2016 it was only just the, the, the Friday, I think it was, um, just to see Ramstein. And I just did you notice from... any like 
massive differences in the festival because that's quite a long t- you know like festivals change quite quickly don't they? yeah so like not going for that long you must be like fucking hell yeah i mean i think the, the locations have changed from the from the beginning 2004 was my very first download festival and again that was just regular camping um but we also done the glasgow download which was on the wednesday and thursday then we traveled down on the friday and then seen this exact same lineup plus a few extra bands on the saturday sunday but yeah there's been massive changes in the last day last i was there was 2019 and that'll be the same as most people unless you went to the pilot last year um but yeah big changes and back in the early days all you remember that it was was in the actual race course and i think that i think that was the best location as well and even that the RIP changed so much as well, even between 2006 and 2009, you used to have the, going to the big, um, kind of like the big hall next to the race course. And then it started being tense and it just got, it seemed to get, you seemed to get further away from the kind of the VIP experience and just more tailored purely for RIP camping. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, big changes, I thought. I didn't even know they did RIP back then. You said 2004. Five was it 2005 or 2006 your first RIP? So, so 2006 was our first proper RIP. As yeah. say the guy just gave us VIP passes in 2005, and we thought, how can we replicate that experience again? Because it was phenomenal. Um, so we were still in the the, the normal campsite, but we managed to get like you know, backstage or whatever it was to this tent, and ends up getting steaming on the Saturday night with Corey <laughs> Taylor, Matt Heffy. That was the night before oh Trivium done that big massive. A big massive one and one of the one of the, the experiences from that year as well that stood out was um breed 77 um recognizing myself and my friend purely because the year before um they were playing in glasgow and one of my friend's bands were supporting them oh no nice. it, it was in king tut's wawa hut and we managed to get into the green room drank all their beer ate their food then fucked off <laughs> um so they finally remembered us a year later at download festival and pinned for it <laughs> that's awesome. amazing do you know, do you remember how much the RIP cost you back then? Because I think normal download in what two thousand and six would have only been about one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty quid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the first time say two thousand six, I think it was roughly about two hundred to two hundred and fifty. But there were different packages, right? Um, so it wasn't that much more expensive than the regular ticket. Yeah. Um, but then what we done in two thousand seven, we actually upgraded further to the RIP. And actually, because we were coming down from Glasgow, we had our tents pitched up for us. So, mm. so we paid a bit extra for have a tent put up for us. Cool. Um, which made, obviously made traveling a lot easier. Awesome. And Kev, you said was it 2018 and 2019? You said you've been. Have you been to RIP any more years than that? Yes, yeah, so I did. Um, I did 2018, 2019, uh, and the pilot. Uh, but I also in 20. I think it was twenty, might have been twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. Um, I did the Ready to Rock, which is kind of like the first step up towards RIP. Okay. Um, so Ready to Rock used to be um, as you come across from the car park, uh, and you 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 walk straight through. Uh, Ready to Rock was kind of like straight on the right hand side, uh, kind of like right on the edge of the uh, village, uh, closer mm. to the arena. Right. So Ready to Ready to Rock was uh, pre pitched. Okay. Uh, oh so yes, I know. Quite, I did that a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember. Um, and then, sorry, go on. Yes, sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, so I did Ready to Rock a couple of times. That's that's based just there. It's it's almost like a smaller sort of RIP, um, but it's it's nowhere near the cost of RIP, and but you don't get as many benefits. 
Uh, so right. you, you know you you get you've got access to you know showers only available in that area. Uh, same with toilets uh, and a little kiosk where you could get like hot drinks at night. Um, well then yeah, but then from there I went and started doing uh, full on RIP, uh, and I I've got RIP booked for this year as well. Um, so it's I'm staying in Sleepy Hollow. So there's um there's kind of like two sections to RIP. Yeah. Uh there's the it's Park Farm is the biggest area, uh, which is where they're doing a lot of the, the pre-pitch stuff. So all the bell tents and those kind of things are there. Um where I did kind of like the equivalent of the Leeds Festival a couple of times. Um and then what I do now is um I'm I'm in Park uh, sorry, Sleepy Hollow again this year, but I'm looking at doing Park Farm next year. Uh, just because Park Farm's actually closer to the arena than Sleepy Hollow, so Sleepy Hollow's like a ten minute walk, if that. Um, okay. it, it is so it's so close to to getting yeah. straight in. It's, the, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one <laughs> thing I didn't. Go on, Ad. Sorry. But yeah, that, that's one thing I didn't never even knew that there was different sections for the RIP. I thought we just went RIP and then you're in like one. Yeah, but I saw so many people saying on the 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 group the the group Facebook group. Uh, post that simon put up like oh yeah i stayed in park farm most people said park farm actually i didn't don't remember seeing anything about sleepy hollow in there yeah so so sleepy hollows um essentially an extension uh kind of like at the back of well to the side of park farm uh and it is it is basically just a huge field um and it's in the bit that i stay in um, you actually drive into Park, uh, you drive into through Park Farm and into Sleepy Hollow. Right. Then you literally park up and take your tent out and then just put your tent yeah. next, to your car. next to your car. That's awesome. That's do, cool. you, do you remember yeah. how much it was the the most recent years? Like it's this year um, with yeah. So the whole package this year's cost um, two of us. It's cost about eleven hundred altogether. Wow. That's a, it's it's a huge yeah. a huge amount of money. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, just, well, yeah, just, I just thought then, Gareth, could you could you park next to your tent back when you you were going before as well? Um, so yeah, you could because um, we were we were on Park Farm from two thousand six, two thousand seven, I think two thousand eight, um, and I think two thousand nine as well. Um, but back in those days as well, there wasn't a as far as we we knew there wasn't a an ancient a, a very close entrance to the actual arena so it was a massive walk back in those days mm. um especially when the arena was in the in the actual race course but yeah we, we could park next to your car i think we only done that one year 2008 i think a, a couple of the girls drove down and we flew which was nice awesome yeah because uh, that's another another reason why i wanted you both on actually because um because you've both done like completely different times to like gareth you were early and um and kev you were more recent so uh it would be would have been i thought it'd be cool to try and compare the two and see what it were if if anything's changed if much changed uh definitely the price has changed <laughs> i can yeah you know you said um amount. kev you said about those bell tents they always look mm. awesome i've seen some people on youtube do videos of them staying in them and they do look i mean it's 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 just cool not have to put your tent up like yeah it's know. <laughs> like you the, go the, the there, from you're like, yeah fucking amazing like you were saying before gareth about um they put your tent up do they put a normal tent up for you or was it a bell one uh, no it was just a normal two-man tent um you could get different packages so there's a two-man tent or a four-man tent 
um, I think it was. Um, but as it was just a group of single guys going down at the mm-hmm. time, um, so we all just had our own tent. Uh, you know, and it was really, obviously it was very handy to arrive and your 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 tents pitched because you know the last time I went was 2019 and we arrived pretty early and then you had that big flood of mud everywhere. So yeah, I would uh, I would not. <laughs> I would uh, rather not go back to normal camping if the mud's going to be like that again. I would rather just pay the extra couple hundred pound these days. Yeah, two, 2019 was horrible being rained on, putting your tent up, and then by the time you got everything in the tent, it was soaked. It was just like, well, well, that we, was pointless. Like We brought down two tents because um, 2019 was my wife's first time going, um, mm. and we took down two tents, and one was a pop-up tent for us to sleep in, so we could just put it up straight away. And then there was a very small tent for all of our stuff to go in. So I, I thought that was pretty useful, having that pop-up tent just to throw your kit in while it was pissing down. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Wish I had that now. I've, um, I've, I've just found my receipt for um download that I rolled over. Um, so RIP camping um, is 1170 for where I'm staying. Wow. Bloody hell. <laughs> But yeah, the, the price is just rocketed. <laughs> yeah, that's two. That's me and my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I mean, I think the, the value for money is there. I know that was one of your kind of points earlier on. Um, so even back in the, the, the days for us, it was just, there was a great value there because you'd acquire camping, a camping experience, and you didn't have the same level of um assholes i'm just gonna use that phrase pretty clearly because <laughs> you all know what it's like you know people jump on other tents when they're drunk they piss on other people's tents they, they vandalize people's tents and we've we've seen it so that was one of the reasons why we really wanted to go you know to the rip um after we had that kind of vip experience in 2005 but one of the best i think facilities that come with rip i'm not sure if it's there now but um there used to be a washing machine in the farm park and in mm. 2008 uh, I'd put a bottle of Jim Beam in my rucksack. I'd wrapped it in towels. I'd wrapped it in clothes. I, I flew down and I got off the plane. I was like, I smelled my bag and the Jim Beam had burst everywhere. So uh, all my clothes yeah. were covered in Jim Beam. Oh, and that was like the Thursday morning. Um, or the Wednesday afternoon, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Wednesday that used to open. Um, so yeah, there was a washing machine on the, the farm, which was amazing. That is amazing. fantastic. Oh, good. You do get great stuff. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm like Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love Jack Daniels, but I mean, Jim Beam, I, I wouldn't touch Jim Beam these days. Um, so I hope you're not sponsored by Jim Beam. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't recall seeing a, I don't recall seeing a washing machine. Um, <laughs> it was in the, wee toilet, the toilet block. It was amazing. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. I, when I did the pilot uh, last year, um, it's crazy. It's almost a year ago now. Um, when I did the pilot last year, um, we actually stayed in uh, Park Farm. So the, the they kind of messed up big time last year with the RIP. Uh, it was because we while you while you um, uh, sorry while you got the great views of being able to look out onto the stage from your tent. Um, how it how it normally works out is that from the RIP section, um, you head towards the entrance to get towards the arena, but you're coming from a different side. So yeah. you know where the guest area sits? Um, to the yeah. side of the main stage. You actually walk through the guest area. Uh, and you get that's one of the kind of things that the benefits as well, you get the guest area access. 
Um, and you know, we were still kind of camping roughly in the around the same place, uh, but we had to get a we had to get a, a shuttle bus ran from the top of Park Farm all the way out onto the main road, and then we came out. Yeah, yeah we came out um, where all the cars were parked <laughs> at the top of the hill. So the bus pulled up there, and then we had to walk right down the hill to, through the um, through the, kind of like the uh, village unit and uh, the camping so the area. Festival was then... like way smaller, but you had a way worse time getting yeah. to the. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was an like... absolute nightmare. Yeah, that kind of sense how it like used to be without the actual minibus. So we used to, it used to be, you know, you're walking that whole length up to the, the the main entrance where everyone else goes in, and then they started to have the entrance for RIP. In the big exhibition hall, which is a big, you know, big lifesaver, especially the fact there was a proper bar in there with lots of ice and, you know, lovely weather in 2007. That was one of my favourite favourite years um, mm. with the company and that ex- experience as well. But see, we used to have to walk about half an hour to get into the actual arena because you had to go in by the the village in- entrance. Yeah. So glad that's not happening. Was that, did you say yeah, inside that building? Yeah, see the big exhibition. That was where the the RIP and the VIP uh, experiences were. Um, so there was a there was a bar in there, and I remember the cocktail that we had repeatedly. It was called a deep mule, so it was like um, vodka, whiskey, and tequila, um, with ginger ale. And it was just it doesn't sound appetising, but it was the most refreshing refreshing drink. It was what five pounds for a cocktail, I think, at the time. So that's pretty cheap for kind of download standards. Yeah. Um, I know, but it was just so refreshing, and I think that year as well, like most of the bands come into that area at night time as well. So there was a lot of kind of mingling with bands and other fans and mm. other VIP guests. So it was great. Nice. What, what about yeah, that drink? Though? Sounds like <laughs> yeah. that drink sounds like it would get you absolutely fucked as well. <laughs> oh, it, it, it did. It did that. Yeah. Did Did you have tents inside? No, no. So it, was just, it was purely just a place to go and chill. Oh, um, okay. Oh, right. Yes. Go in, okay. Yeah, so um, I remember, I think it was uh, the comedian Phil Jupitus I bumped into, and like he asked me where um, Suicidal Tennessees were playing one year, and it was just it was just a bizarre experience. And here I am giving instructions to <laughs> Phil Jupitus to go and find a find Suicidal Tennessees. I think I think it was the Suicidal Tennessees that year, so that would have been two thousand eight, maybe two thousand nine. Fucking hell! Yeah. I miss those yeah. days. I missed honestly. I have kids now, and like I got married ten years ago, so that's why there was a bit of a, a hiatus between um, going to the festivals, and I was uh, self-employed for a while. So yeah, I'm glad all those days are over, and I can actually afford to go back to download. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough, though. That's a that's a that's a read. That's why I'm surprised. You know, Ad's got kids. Yeah, he's gone every year, which is a feat in itself. Don't know how he's managed to accomplish that. Uh, Legend. Yeah, no, I think. It's only been two years since I had kids, but it's going to be a struggle. Well, I mean, I'll be able to go, but my girlfriend won't anymore. <laughs> I was, I was also just going to say the guest area. Um, how you say, Graham, about meeting certain people? Um, the the amount of people that you you can kind of just randomly sort of bump into, who were, who were kind of playing over that weekend. So I've, mm. I've um, you know, I've seen like the um, I think it was the drummer from. Uh, Alien Weaponry was knocking about one year. I bumped into Benji from Skindred. I met Rao from Shikari at the pilot last year. Yeah, and oh, and Paul Barrow, who is the lead singer of Death Blooms. So you will, you've really got to listen to Death Blooms. That they're definitely your your kind of thing. 
Oh um, yeah, dude, I'll check them out. Yeah, I've, I've he uh, it was Paul that opened the festival. Uh, so Death Bloom's opened the pilot. Oh nice. Um, and I, I've seen him kind of like four times since then. <laughs> um, just check totally addicted. Out, I, I yeah, I saw him in Nottingham um, not that long ago. I'm sorry because I, I only live for like forty minutes from Download. But yeah, you, you meet so many people um, in the guest area, and you, it's kind of it's really weird to start with. Um, oh, and uh, Andy Coppin. Yeah, nice, so I was, nice. I was speaking to him, <laughs> speaking to him at the, the festival as well. The big man, yeah, <laughs> complete with his hat. Yeah, yeah, he always had, he always had the hat on back in the days that I went as well. So yeah, so yeah, he, he always came out about. Sorry, no, you're good. Now I was just saying, you know, he was always always about. Yeah, you know, always always really friendly as well. We would always stop and talk yeah. to you. If you stopped to talk, like, speak to him, didn't like tell you to fuck off, which given how busy he would be trying to run a festival, but yeah, I've never seen him, never once seen him there. But uh, I mean, I suppose I didn't really know what he looked like until a couple of years back, so I might have seen him, but uh, yeah, I've I seen know. him walking around at the pilot, but he was being mobbed by people, and I was like, I like go, go, go and get, yeah, it was, you were probably there. <laughs> if I'd have known you, then I'd have been like, oh, look, he's over there, and I, I was like, do you know what, I'm not gonna go over because it would just be too many people so i didn't but i wish i did now <laughs> cool so uh yeah so with rip you've got you obviously got your own little camping area which is cool and um and, and we discovered you can park by your tent so you've got your own area to go and drink and where where all the bands are as well do you yeah so th yeah. there's actually a couple of bits to it so there's obviously you get access to the guest area and that's kind of like where you walk through to get to the arena Right. Um, so that, that's got its own uh, kind of like selection of bars and toilets and um, stuff there. But before you actually get to that, in uh, Park Farm, uh, there's the courtyard. Uh, and the courtyard is when I went in 2019, there was, I think there were seven bands on over Wednesday and Thursday night. Uh, so I mean, Thursday night was great. I saw, um, I, just, I remember seeing Wolf Jaw and Those Damn Crows. Um, they nice. both they both played on that stage, and I mean they about blew my eardrums out. I was right at the front next to the speaker, <laughs> um, but but they were incredible. So and in that bit, you've got um, so you'll have bands later on, kind of like Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, you've got there's a few kind of like communal areas. Is then... that part of that? Sorry, <clears throat> is that part of that boardy barbecue thing that they do? Uh, yeah. That's because yeah, I've been so, hearing about that, and then people say it, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is, but I've I've heard it for years, and now I think it's related to that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you've you've also got um almost like a little very mini village. Um, I remember there being um kind of somewhere you could get uh like sleeping bags or you know camping chairs, for instance, that kind of thing. But yeah, but there's I think kind of like as we you know kind of like as we alluded to before, the, the price of RIP is is a lot, but there are lots of benefits to having RIP. You know, if if you're if you think if you think like how many times you've done that walk from, you know, from your car to your tent, from your tent to the arena, you know, you, you do that a few times, you, you're you're wrecking some miles up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you um, um, to the point now where I'm like, I, I I might have to do RIP. You know that because I'm <laughs> fucking hell. I'm get I'm not getting any younger, and the walking is getting ridiculous. I think you get a good night's sleep as well. I mean, if that's something yeah. you want in between bands, and absolutely, and there's been periods in the time uh, in the past as well where, if you know, there was a bit of a kind of two-hour gap between bands, I would just go back to the RIP. Just everyone else is gone almost. I could just relax, have mm -hmm. a beer, you know, gather myself, and 
I remember two thousand six as well. On the Friday, I started to get some pain in my, my teeth, um, and I, it turns out I had to have a wisdom tooth removed. But I had to go through all that weekend until I got to Nottingham on the Monday, because um, we'd planned to stay to in uh, Nottingham for a couple of nights after and go etc. But I had to go to like, one of the, the dental hospitals and get a, my tooth extracted. But I had to go through that pain, and I think if I hadn't been VIP, RIP <laughs> that weekend, I would have my sleep would have been absolutely worse because I was just, I was taking out of it. So. I did drink more, which meant I slept more as well. I think the the main the so you say that about it being more chilled out. See, I'm a two faced when I'm at download because there'll be a few nights where I want to chill out, but there'll be a few nights when I want to go mental and yeah. like party. So I I, just, I that's the only reason I haven't done REP is because I feel like on the nights that I really want to party, I feel like I'd be missing out if I wasn't in normal camping. And I know it's a gamble. Who camps next to you if they're cool people or, you know, a bunch of 20-year-olds that are going to fucking party till, like, the whole night and then you get really <laughs> pissed off. So, I don't know. Just, that's always the thing that's been holding me back is, can I still party with people till late if I want to? Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there, you, there, is, a, there is a curfew in RIP. Is, are, they, are they brought in a curfew now? Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember where I saw it. Um, might have been on, on tickets to the information. I think it's around one in the morning. Was um, that like no entry it, or like sorry? No, 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 just, like no entry, just no, essentially just kind of like a, yeah, kind of like a, a sort of a, a quiet oh, house right, okay. people can actually get some sleep through the night. So yeah, I can't remember okay. where I've seen it, um, but it's definitely on one of the things. But generally, kind of like in RIP, it's it's more of a mature audience. I, I suppose is the polite way of putting it. You know, I'm yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in my like mid forties now, so um, I, I don't want to be up till like four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, those, those days are kind of behind me now. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. That, that, that's fine. That's what I mean. And I suppose if I was to stay in RIP and I really wanted to party, I could just walk to the normal camping yeah. and go and hang <laughs> yeah. out with people there and party all night and then come back to your tent and sleep. So I suppose it doesn't really matter that much. It's just about yeah, you know, hanging around there, isn't it? We used to yeah. do that quite a lot because obviously Glasgow metal scene can be quite small sometimes. So if you're down doing um, RIP, you know, you knew people in the normal camping, you'd just go to theirs and drunk as long as you wanted yeah. and yeah i think the, the one the one year that i'm really glad that we didn't go up to the normal camping was the time guns and roses played and there was all the we didn't know what was happening and we kept hearing that there was tents been set on fire and oh, yeah, you know, people were, all these horrible things were happening to people where there was the sexual assaults and i've got no idea to this day if it's true or not um but it's quite that to relief that we're not part of that especially the fact that we would have to travel back with you know charred remains of whatever if the things were getting burnt so yeah it was mental. I remember it. I remember standing there watching the riot police. It was insane, dude. Like that 2006 was, Yeah. nothing's happened like that since. And I don't think it ever will again, nah. but it was just mental. Everything was on fire. It was police everywhere. People banging the drums. It was literally like a scene from a film. I was like, what the hell is happening here? Was that not the Sunday night as well? Um, yeah. So yeah. everyone was just, I think everyone, yeah. uh, Guns N' Roses were an hour or so late and everyone was just tired. So, and I'm not excusing people's behaviour there, but that was the, the, obviously our first year at IP, but I was absolutely glad for it. So that really cemented in our heads that we're not going back to normal camping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's that like more than the flies. <laughs> it, dude, it was mental as well. Because look, it, there was not a there was not a cloud in the sky the whole time. Nah. So you literally the sun was just you couldn't hide from it. So everyone was dehydrated. Water was far yep. too expensive. 
everyone was always pissed off about Guns N' Roses and then it all just amalgamated into like a fucking nuts, insane evening where people just like lost it. I think there was also the World Cup on that year as well. So they had the big, massive televisions, um, big TV screens that were were showing movies and the football games as well. And one of of the things as well, just on that point about the big TVs, there's one moment from Demo Festival that will stay with me until I die. And that was, um, I think it was like Friday night, one in the morning, everyone's starting to calm down and they put on Team America. And (laughs) two or three thousand people watching Team America on the hill and everyone does the Matt Damon bit in unison. It was beautiful. <laughs> I'll never forget that. No, until the day I die, it was just, it was just amazing. That's awesome. That, that sounds great. You, you made me think of something a second ago, actually. Um, so something Simon was reminded about, reminded about by one of his friends, and so I'm curious now because I, I remembered it after as well. Um, about all the Scottish people would just walk. In in queues or in in lines round round all the campsites, was you part of that or any idea what that um, was about? Do you, you know what year that would have been? It was all. Uh, all that all, was that was six, seven, eight, and nine. Right. All the Scottish all people the earlier together. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> so in two thousand and five, we were staying um, in the campsite right next to the village. So again, that's when it was back in the in the the, the race course. Um, so we were pretty close to everything. And my friend uh, Danny and I started doing a conga at kind of like half half one or something like that. And we kept going for about an hour. And we turned around and realised there was about 3,000 people following us. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if it, maybe that started, but that was like 2005, I think it was. Uh, we just started, started this conga between, between... And all we generally did, we just started between ourselves because um, we were the only Scots, the two of us, in a kind of little group. And we thought, fuck it, let's just get really drunk and then we started a conga between the two of us and then some of the other tents nearby has joined in and then we went all the way around right around the campsite and go back to the campsite and realised yeah we've done our job let's go to bed <laughs> <laughs> you might have started it like I remember I specifically remember 2007 because we were st- we were on the hill and I'm not even joking you I, I've, I've I've never seen this many Scottish people in one place apart from Scotland and they were literally going down Every, Scottish flags and they were going Scotland, Scotland. I never, I never started that. Like, I don't. Right? I, no, I don't. I don't take any credit for uh, Scots runabouts thing in Scotland with flags. I don't tolerate that behaviour. Yeah. It was but, good though. They looked like mean, they were having a great time, man. It was yeah, good. Well, I remember they weren't being assholes or anything like that. It was just I, I completely forgot that it ever happened until Simon reminded me. And yeah, just just walking around going, yeah, we're from Scotland. <laughs> Oh no, they were like hugging people and like inviting people to join. And then I'm sure like after that, half the people in there weren't Scottish. They were just walking around <laughs> with the Scottish people. Like, it was great. I, they, they don't do it anymore. It sucks. Oh, no, and I, I don't think I, I started that run about with the flags, but we can't, we're not trusted to go anywhere these days. So trust. <laughs> <laughs> we can't behave ourselves when we go down south. <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah, so going back to RIP, as I've said, I've never actually been. I don't know what happens. I know you've done a lot of research, Simon. Is there anything else that you um, that either of these guys have said that you have made you think of something or anything that might be in your notes what, that you want to know about? Yeah, what's the best stuff? Like back in the day, Gareth, did they give you the goodie bag that they do? Yes. Now? You still yes. got stuff. Like you guys must have oh. so much awesome stuff from them. Yeah, I've see. lost so much stuff over the year. Um, oh, honestly, like, I don't. I've, I've, I used to be a size medium t-shirt, so I don't have any of my t-shirts anymore. 
but I really like uh, what Kevin's got in the the, the, the picture of the screen there. Um, so yeah, we used to get like the wee demo dog, um, Teddy. We had a demo blanket one year as well. That was fantastic. Oh, nice. uh, and my dog, my dog stole both of those, which made sense because you know, he was quite into it, ripping apart any soft furnishing we had at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, great t-shirts as well. But it wasn't just like your normal demoed t-shirts you could buy. It specifically said, you know, yeah. uh, RIP. Um, you know, some some great goodie bags back then. It's been like what uh, Kev's wearing right now. I assume, yeah, that was only available in the RIP area. Yeah. 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 So this is this is one from twenty. I think now twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's got it on top. So this was this was the 2019 one. Um, the one they did for the pilot is absolutely amazing. Um, it's kind of like a black one with almost like a rubber um, rubberized kind of print to it. Um, that's got that's in like a different kind of black. Um, that's got the the badge and RIP across it. Um, but with that, um, a lot of people were having a lot of problems because they were putting them in the wash and they just fell apart. Yeah. So um, yeah. my mine's. Mine's not been worn or washed, um, just because I, I don't want to damage it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you get all kinds of stuff. So I've got, you know, you guys can see, um, you know, the foam hands, um, water bottle, um, t-shirts. You get. I've had like tote bags. Um, oh, what was the other things? Download socks. Um, awesome. They were they were pretty cool. You get lanyards, programs. Some of these stuff go for like serious money on eBay. Um, we we were talking about some of the older T-shirts before we started. Uh, we were talking about some of the older T-shirts, how much they're going for. And like, I've seen the the programs and the lanyards going for ridiculous money. Mm. Um, I because um, I, I use my uh, my lanyard for um, uh, for my key fob at work. So <laughs> um, every, everybody's got their standard kind of lanyards, and mine's a download ROP one. Nice. It's just what you were saying um, about the the pilot merch. I bought the normal pilot t-shirt and I've, I, I went to London last week and I saw like three people in the underworld wearing the download pilot merch because it's so sick. Like they've done nice. such a good job of the pilot designs. Like the pilot t-shirt is my favorite download t-shirt. It's so good. Yeah. Like, it's, done, it's a really cool design. Yeah, um, they've done such a good job of that. It's um, it's cool that they kind of opened it up to everybody as well that perhaps couldn't have made the, you know, we were very lucky that, um, you know, we managed to get tickets for the event. Um, it was, what was it, 10,000 people? Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of 10% of the normal download and to kind of be a part of that unique experience. Um, so it was so, so cool. But, um, yeah, but they screwed the, they screwed the RIP up that year. Um, they absolutely <laughs> messed it completely. Um, oh man, a t-shirt you can't wash. Yeah, good idea. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- t-shirt you can't wash, and then um, a journey to the arena that should be kind of like ten minutes took a, like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. They messed that up, man, big time. <clears throat> Finally, <clears throat> one for us normal campers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say as well. One of the, the kind of things that obviously I, I, I commented on the the Facebook. Um, when you were talking about RIP back into this like, six, seven, the security around the main camping didn't know what that the, the, the wristband was for. So <laughs> we actually managed to walk onto the main stage in nighttime. Um, oh. And all we all we had to do, and I'll, I'll send the picture. I found it. Um, that was my friend. That was two thousand five. Again, I was at VIP. So I don't know if that actually got us in. 
Um, but we just blagged our way, we just strode and walked on. We actually managed to get a security guard to take a picture of the, of the two of us while they were <laughs> taking down one of the drum rigs. Um, and that was amazing. Um, and I hope I'm not going to get blacklisted now um, from Download by saying this. Uh, <laughs> if anyone from Download Festival or Live Nation is listening. Um, oh, I'll, I'll blank out your yeah. name. I'll just say your name's Frank <laughs> or something the whole time. <laughs> um, so even the year after, um, so in 2006, there was four of us that went um, RIP. And it was, it was a proper, I remember it was a proper RIP wristband. And we went up to the village and we just showed them the wristband and walked right through. And we were running around the race course. Uh, like three in the morning, two in the morning, oh absolutely came out of our heads. Um, I have no idea why. I think they just thought, yeah, we don't know what that wristband means on you go. So again, there's a picture of me somewhere with a Superman outfit on on the main stage, where the rest of us are just you know, like standing there. Well, they um, probably again, thought you were like roadies or part of the crew or something, because they were like, well, they've got these wristbands. They must be. They must work here in some capacity. Yep. And the thing is, we did, we did cans. We we always you know, like took cans and just try to see how far we can go with a lot of things. And that's, I was I was what twenty in two thousand six, so you know I had no kind of fear. That's some serious <laughs> if I get, balls. <laughs> if yeah. I get thrown out, I would just find my way back in. But um, and then this two thousand five was when Black Sabbath played, um, and that was the the time that we ran around the race course like all the way around. We found ourselves in the production area behind the main stage, um, in front of like the the water cabin for Black Sabbath. We're, we're getting pictures in front of it, and the staff or the security are just walking by, and we found like the the like Cruise camping area, and then I can't remember much after that because we were pretty drunk. Cause <laughs> we just managed. To, I think oh, the, 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 the packaging could... back then used to get more beer in it than you get now. If only we could have strapped <laughs> yeah. a GoPro to you, man, and sent you in, that would be great. Yeah, I, just, I don't have the stamina to keep up these days. So, <laughs> no, we, we, we've said before, like I, I, I have to have an afternoon nap to to be at a party in the evening. <laughs> Download now. I have to have one. I can't. I can't do it without it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thirty six now. So, I mean, that was what my first time. I was eighteen, two thousand four, and that was the time we done Glasgow, and then the two days at, at Donington as well. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to go back to those days, but get too much responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, we all have. Don't we? Um, I will just I'll send across that picture that I was talking about on the main stage. I've sent um, Adam a couple of pictures of the different artists that we found. So when you used to have be able to mingle with the bands, um, I met um, pretty much all of Machine Head, all of Mastodon, all of Avenged Sevenfold, apart from Sinister Gates, I think it was. And then I remember my favorite friends pretty pissed off that this was 2006 that he didn't meet Metallica because he assumed that from the previous year that because we went RIP he was going to meet every band possible so we maybe overhyped the number right. of bands that we met mm. and he, um, he got pretty pissed off and drunk and tried to throw a table um, because he couldn't meet Metallica <laughs> I love it <laughs> yeah yeah man um, send us those pictures we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll stick them up on the page man that'll be that'll yeah be awesome. so I've sent the um, I've sent the across to Adam but I'm I'm struggling to find some more because they were all on MySpace and Bebo before Bebo. But, MySpace yeah, and Bebo yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gone back yeah. a while um, so and I've got like a an old broken hard drive somewhere that might have some more pictures so I'll try and send what I can but, awesome yeah I've got, yeah, I've got one on the stage I'll um I'll I'll dig out some of the ones I've got from guests as well, and then we can uh, be good to kind of like see what's I suppose what's kind of like around the 
the different bits as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. Awesome. Well, um, um, oh, you, go on. Sorry. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Um, is it a GoPro you use side for the vlogs? I use uh, my. Well, I actually just bought a video camera, like a proper video camera, because I want the next vlog to kind of look old school. So I'm gonna okay. shoot it on like an old video camera. Um, but I also I'm also gonna do yeah GoPro shots. But it's like it's not a proper GoPro. It's like a cheaper version of a GoPro. Right. You can get oh, some okay. really decent ones to film the vlogs on, and they come out like almost perfect. As long as you've got you know a, um, some software, you can upscale it to like you know proper 1080 and get it looking a bit bit sweeter. It comes out fine, man. Like you do not need to buy a fucking 500 pound hero. Like you don't have to. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah. Oh, I'll um, I'll have to shoot some stuff and kind of show you what's inside RIP. Um, yeah, I'm oh, doing do it, man. I've, I've got um, I've got three festivals planned this year, so I'm doing RIP a download. I'm doing my first Bloodstock this year. Oh, um, I'm going Bloodstock. So, 100. So I'm in Serpent's Lair for that, so it's like the RIP equivalent Bloodstock. Okay. Um, and I'm doing another really small one uh, where there is no RIP for this. Um, that's in. Uh, that's kind of close to where I'm called Stone Dead, um, which is like really old, um, old school kind of like bands they've got there. Um, so, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and shoot some stuff and uh, send it over to you guys. Yeah, do it, man. That'd be awesome. We could use it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, well, we um, we should probably start to wrap it up here. Uh, I know because, like I said, me and Simon will go go over some of the other things that you can find in rip just for information purposes unless yeah was there anything else you wanted to ask simon no no i think that's a like a good little chat for people to listen to it's yeah. great to have you guys on and have you know you guys included in it because we don't know what the hell we're talking about <laughs> yeah. you guys do it's fucking awesome so no cool. it's great yeah and uh you'll have to come to normal camping and we'll we'll all uh, have a drink have a beer yeah or, or meet up in the arena or in the arena, yeah. We can't come into your special area, so uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll have to come to and, us. Unless we yeah. happen to find some bands that give people get people to give us some bands. <laughs> we'll, we'll all meet on the main stage at midnight. Yeah, yeah we'll flag it. We'll flag it. That was fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. So uh, before we start to go, was there any other extra little bits that either of you wanted to cover? Uh, any more stories from Gareth or anybody? Uh, anybody else? Anything else from Kev? Either of you? There's one um, demo memory that, again, will stick with me for a long time because I didn't live it down for a long time. Um, so when we were VIP 2008, I was quite looking forward to seeing Kid Rock that year. Mm. And that was the year that he pulled out mm. uh, and gave Judas Priest a longer, a longer. Um, a, I can't even tell this story. They gave us <laughs> a, a longer set. So I was pretty drunk at that point anyway, and I went backstage and it was like a big kind of like aged style for the. The, the RIP at the time, and Medina Lake. I don't know if they're still a thing these days, but they were doing like the one of the not Metal Hammer or like guys that type of kind of like the uh, TV show highlights of Download Festival. And I was very very drunk, and they stopped me and said, "Oh, what do you think about Kid Rock not turn up?" And I start wearing at the camera, going, "Fuck! I've been wanting to see fucking Kid Rock for years, fucking." <laughs> and it was just, and then it got aired, and all my friends were on the phone. What the fuck? How, how drunk were you? <laughs> um, 
you know, also why did you develop the most Scottish accent as well? Um, I don't have the most broad, you know, kind of Glasgow accent, but apparently I just went really Highlander at that point as well. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say you weren't oh, you were, were you English before that interview, and I just stuck. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I did completely different story, but I did actually. Um, I spent six months abroad, and I come back uh, to Scotland with an English accent and couldn't understand my family. I pick up one of these people who pick up accents very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we need to we need to go and find that footage, man. I I already planning to, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm very drunk. <laughs> uh, if I manage to find it, it will be in the episode here. <laughs> uh, Kev, uh, anything else from you? Uh, only thing I was going to say, I remember a while ago. Um, I think it might have been sorry you saying, but um, uh, I think it was about Metal Hammer um, that you there was was it one year that you'd appeared in it. Um, yeah, I went. Well, I, I went to the yeah the Metal Hammer Golden uh, God Awards. Um, I got my first Metal Hammer appearance at the Pilot Festival. Um, oh, nice! Oh, sorry, <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was in Metal Hammer, the back of my jacket, back of my head. Yeah, I got I got the same one at the Pilot. Um, oh, nice! They, they were nice. doing they were doing all the pictures and got the guy from Metal Hammer, guys from Metal Hammer, just kind of like tap me on the shoulder and asked me if um, they could take a picture. Um, so yeah, fin- finally after many years. <laughs> Finally awesome. in Metal Hammer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what year? Sorry, did you go to the Golden God Awards? Two thousand five. Right, I went two thousand nine, and there was a cruise in the Thames with Anthrax. It was fucking insane. Oh my god! They definitely <laughs> didn't do that. That sounds nuts. Some people don't believe me when I tell these stories, but genuinely, my younger life is far more interesting than my life now. Um, and I hope my wife doesn't hear that. that is just insane the amount of people that you've met and drank with and i've been on cruises with fuck me (laughs) cool uh well um, as i said to both of you earlier in uh in the in the messages uh we do have a section called campsite fuckery on the show um which i was hoping you might have some so uh, a story for uh, what I'll do is um, I'll ask you now and I will cut it out and put it at the beginning of the campsite fuckery section. So whatever you say here will be then. Um, so, Kev, we'll start with you. Do you have a campsite fuckery story? No, as no. A, um, I'm assuming as a, as a, You know, as a, as a grown-up um, RIP <laughs> guy, I'm, I'm afraid it's really quiet for me on that. That's fine. Uh, I was just about to say, yeah, there's no fuckery in uh, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. Not allowed. Not it's a curfew um, on that kind of thing. Cool. Um, what about you? What about you, then, Gareth? So yeah, we better better wrap it up for the interview here. Um, so before we go, Kev, uh, is there any any shout outs you want to give, or do you want to say where people can find you if you do anything interesting online that you want people to come and find? That um, uh, you know what? I for me, I think um, the biggest shout has to be. For- all of the bands have played um, the Download Pilot, and they all played it for free. So every single one of those guys, just absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And do anything online? Anything you want to? Anything you want to plug? No, nothing. Nothing I want to plug. But, um, but I'll, yeah, I'll, but I'll definitely send you guys um, some footage, um, some pictures. Cool. Uh, and who, who knows? We might see you in RIP. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Cool. Um, Gareth, what about you? Anything, any shout outs you want to give? Anything you want to plug before you go? 
Um, I don't really kind of speak to a lot of the guys that I used to um, go to download with anymore. Like I moved away from them, etc. So just a shout out to Danny, Richie, Danny, um, Doozy, etc. If they ever if they ever listen to this podcast, if they're on the the download group chat, um, and also a special shout out to the person who photoshopped a picture that I put on the download board um, back in 2008 when I got on the main stage. Um, because that has given me no ends of hilarity, and I still have that somewhere as well. That person might know who it is. But... Awesome. Yeah. Um, but again, just uh, thanks, thanks to Demo, and thanks to you guys for having me on. Um, I've got many great experiences. I've not even touched, I think, the surface and some yeah. of the drunken <laughs> ones. And probably Sounds ones in the like back it. of my head I will never remember, um, thanks to alcohol. But no, uh, thanks very much for having me on, and get you to kind of think about a lot of these experiences that I had, and think of like, some, great, some great, great times. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. We 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 found the same when we when we started doing this. We just just from talking to each other about mm. it, we're just bringing more memories back, and uh, you know, it's good. It's good. You to remember talk. stuff. We'll be talking, won't we, Ad? And all of a sudden, you'll see his brain. He'll he'll go, "Oh my god, you just reminded me of something." And then he'll come up <laughs> and say, "There was like right at the back, you know, like right there." And then all of a sudden, it just comes swings straight back over again. So yeah, it's great for that when you do this. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that should be it for the interview. Thank you, Kev, and thank you, Gareth, for coming on. Um, you'll hear their campsite fuckery stories in a little bit, and we should we should say goodbye to you. So thank you for coming on, Kev. Cheers, mate. And thank you, Gareth. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Kev and Gareth. That was um, like, like we said earlier, that was an awesome interview. That was so much fun. Uh, I hope you yeah. guys enjoyed it as well um and simon you've done quite a bit of research about rip as well haven't you so um did yeah you i go thought we just your stuff yeah i thought we'd just like break it down so you, you or i could tell you what you actually get with it so a standard rip um with a, with a ticket you it, they list on there the sort of stuff that you get with it i'll go into the sort of more sort of luxury stuff afterwards but so this is a standard you pitch your you know tent next to your car and you stay in It'd be Park Farm or Sleepy Hollow. So park the Park Farm part, as far as I'm aware, has the hub in it, the pub and the restaurant. So it's like all the stuff that's sort of, um, you know, like a hub that only you can go to, no one else from the outside, unless you've got an RIP ticket can actually get in there. And those guys talk a little bit about it in the um, in the interview. So for a standard RIP package, it includes obviously your ticket, pitch a tent next to your car, like I said before, um car parking is included in that so you don't have to pay extra for it i would hope not could you imagine yeah. pay all that money and then they're like oh yeah you gotta buy a car parking <laughs> ticket as well so yeah the the vip campsite comes with 24-hour reception um obviously separate toilets and separate showers so i know that every year it's grown like they were saying where there's more and more people using it so it's probably not as exclusive as it would have felt like when Gareth first went, yeah. when it was less. Whereas now it's probably, you probably go in and it, it looks like quite a lot of people. I don't exactly know how many it is. Um, but yeah, they've got pamper areas um, with blow dryers, straighteners and mirrors that you can use. So, I mean, I would be using that <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> like I'd be all over the mirrors. I'd be like sorting out my hair, making sure it's looking good. So that's like a huge bonus. And um, especially for the ladies that want to, sort the hair out so you get yeah the, so you get into the download guest area for the weekend now when i spoke to adam leader and search son about this the guest area used to be 
and Gareth spoke a little bit about this in the um, in the interview, where the bands would hang out. Right. Now, the guest area now is slightly different, whereas it's probably not that common that someone from a band is going to walk through that area. They're probably going to be in the band VIP areas, right. which is slightly different to the guest area. You could get people... I've heard of... I don't know, like Corey Taylor hangs out in there sometimes when Slipknot play and, you know, people who like to go and talk to fans. But you're not as likely now because it's grown so much to have people just hanging around from bands, whereas back in the day that might have happened. So it says, you know, guest area and you think, oh, all the bands are going to be hanging out there and stuff. (laughs) But that's not necessarily the case. So I think when you get that in a ticket, you're like, yeah, man, they're all going to be hanging out and we're all going to drink together. Probably doesn't happen that often. It has, but probably not that much um so you get the rap entrance to the festival arena which is obviously you don't have to do necessarily mental walks it depends on how i know like we have to go into a whole discussion of how the new downloads are laid out because we haven't seen the new map or anything like who knows but as far as i'm aware when they try and create it they try and get you the shortest walk from rap so right don't have to do all the stuff um you get an rap doggy bag uh so obviously you get like you know Loads and loads of stuff included in that. Like, I can't. Did I? Did I do a list of stuff that was with that? I thought I did. Obviously, I didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did, but I didn't. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you get, like they said before, you sometimes you get a water container, you get a t-shirt. Um, a couple of years they were doing like um, Zippo lighters. Yeah, they, you know, every year they they put something mental in. So I think there was a onesie in there once. Then there was like a poncho which obviously helps people because it friggin' rains <laughs> all the time so like stuff in there like that which is which is cool i'd love to get one of those even if i didn't start an R- an rip just to have one it would be cool um so yeah then they got the little rip village which has yeah convenience shop different food they got a coffee hub seating areas with the fire pits lockers and charging points i'm not sure if they get charged extra for those so if that's thrown in the price that's pretty awesome yeah they got a spa with massage treatments and that that obviously you have to pay ah. for separately. Um, yeah, and they get they get extra entertainment. Like they have the Bawdy Barbecue um, on the Thursday where they have bands play. They have DJs, quiz nights. They, there's a lot of extra entertainment perks that you get with the RIP that you don't get in the normal camping. Yeah. So like the guys were talking about in the interview, if, if you want a more chilled out kind of festival where you don't want to just be, you know, pissed up, hanging around tents all day with the RIP, you know, you could go watch a band or do the quiz night or just just go and drink in the bar while they're playing music as a DJ. It doesn't have to be that crazy. So, I mean, for, for, for and I know a lot of festivals will do similar versions of this, but surely, I know they're expensive. I know they're expensive. What are they, like five to six hundred pounds for the standard? Yeah. For the standard RIP ticket, which is a hell of a lot of money, but... I mean, how awesome is all that stuff that to get with it, dude? Does sound very good and sounds sounds worth it. If uh, yeah. if you're only going to do one festival or if you earn lots and lots of money, I think that sounds pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once, yeah, once yeah, you're it does. over over the the drinking with everybody, like I said, it's, mm. like I said, a bit more sophisticated. You can go and I, I bet the ground is nice and grassy still because you haven't got thousands of people trampling over it. Yeah. That's but true. yeah, you just like yeah, you just go and chill out. Yeah, that's how, that does mm. sound really good, actually. Yeah, that's. I mean, when I was doing this, I was like, "Why have I never done this before?" <laughs> I know why because it's a bit expensive. But I was actually thinking to like Vicky, maybe if we save for like a little bit longer, we could just do the RAP. Yeah. But like I said to those guys in the interview, 
the only reason I haven't done that is because I'm afraid of missing out on stuff. But then I'm like, I could just go hang out with my mates' tents in the normal camping. Yeah. So why? What am I missing out on? I'm not missing out on anything. I could have two mental days with my mates and then three chilled out days in the ROP area. Yeah. You don't have to do both each time. You might go, oh, do you know what? I want to get absolutely mashed tonight. Let's go to the normal camping with my mates and we'll just get trashed. It'll be amazing. Yeah. Then go back to your tent. <laughs> like, and then the next night we'll go and do the, do the quiz night. Like, like a couple of old people. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, you know, we, we've spoken about it before. In the future, we, we, me and you may think about doing this it's just at the moment a question of money you know you've got kids we're trying to save for a house we can't spend 600 pounds on (laughs) on on rip tickets currently but i'm sure one day we'll do it but that's what you get with a normal one anyway so they got hotel packages as well so the hotel package you get all of the access that you get with that but obviously you're staying in another location so it's more expensive because okay you're staying in a hotel so there's there's three hotels that accommodate download people which says juries in priests in and the holiday in so the juries in and the priest in are both a thousand pounds cool so that's for the five days with all the stuff included which actually isn't too bad and the holiday in slightly cheaper 857 now these literally sell out <laughs> within about 10 minutes really? every time download tickets go on sale yeah the hotel packages go straight away instantly and most of the rop packages do as well yeah because people just love this extra stuff and some people just hate camping yeah they love going to a festival they love walking around they love listening to music they love drinking with everyone but they will not you cannot get some people in a tent <laughs> they just won't do it i know people like it i got a friend called eugene went to download six seven eight nine ten now you couldn't get him near a tent that's crazy. You you can't you couldn't get him. He'll come if he can stay in a hotel. He'll come the whole five days. Yeah, but he, he but he, you won't get this guy in a tent. <laughs> and that's just what some people are like when they when they get a bit older. They just they want comfort, and that's fair enough. Like I understand that. Yeah, I don't mind you know glamping it up in a tent. But would you ever do a holiday pack? I mean, um, a hotel package for download? Do you think? Um. Well, if you had the opportunity to. Uh... I I have held on to one thing since 2004 and uh, it was was a friend of mine uh, someone was talking about like getting air beds and stuff like that and and a friend of mine he was like no this is girl camping and and I've held on to that ever since and and I still call it girl camping. (laughs) That's good I like that. Um, So so, that was uh, was Mike Ferris I was a joint best man for his wedding a couple years back as well so yeah, we uh, nice. I I, ca- I carried it on, Mike. Don't worry. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, that that RIP sounds good. I don't know about hotel. It just feels like you're too far away from everything. But but because mm, yeah, because they are specifically for download festival, you're going to get mm-hmm. a lot of cool other people, uh, other cool. Oh yeah, festival yeah. goers there as well. Yeah, I'm guessing it would like um like for our work we do like there's like a work do that they they do and they rent out um the uh, Bloody hell, I can't remember the name of the hotel now in Bristol, and you know everyone in their hotel it, it is this doing going to the same thing you are, so it can end up being quite mental. Yeah. So I could imagine that staying at some of these hotels sometime could be a lot of fun because, like you said, you're there with like everyone there is going to download, so everyone's there for the same reason you are. Yeah. So there might have been some absolutely cracking nights in the hotel with people. I bet that's actually a lot of fun. You just you know no mud, no grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like, bet there you, is. Yeah. It, if it rains, you're not. You're not getting muddy. You could just stay in the hotel bar and get absolutely mash up. Like, yeah, 
so I suppose there is some some benefit to it. But oh, there's another fun fact: in uh, in 18 years of going to download, I've never had one shower in the in the whole week. Oh my any god! Of them. Have you not? <laughs> no, not one. No. Nope. I must have had I don't know four or five over the years. Yeah. <clears throat> Cool. Yeah, I had I had a I had a very scary experience in 2017 because uh that that's when I went to the cheaper communal showers right and let's just say I saw a lot of things that I yeah. won't be able to unsee <laughs> for, for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. Like, I was literally having a full-blown conversation with the guy next to me when we were having a shower, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it was really cool. Everyone else was. It was. It was great. But I, I saw some things that I yeah I can't I can't <laughs> anymore. And also, you know, as a as a as a guy, if you're a girl, listen to this. I'm sure you get it on a different level. But I looked down and thought, oh Jesus, and then I saw other people, and I was like, oh my lord. <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> So the, the, do the communal showers if you're brave enough. No. Um, but it, but it, it was a good laugh. Really want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the um, so the other packages you get. So that's the the hotel and the standard. So the other packages are everything entertainment wise and access wise you get still with these, but the camping is different. So you will be in a luxury camp. So you get the the bell tents, which I've seen people do vlogs in, which are the huge sort of white tents. So they're starting from around seven hundred pounds. Right. This is per person, bear in mind. So yeah. I think they can fit four people in there. So you'd all have to pay seven hundred pounds each, um, which is only a hundred pounds more that really than the actual normal standard camping. So I don't know quite what the if it's worth doing that. But from what I've heard, those bell tents are, are awesome. You can get a luxury cabin for £1,200, which is like a wooden cabin that they purposely put down. So basically like a, a fancy shed, basically. <laughs> fancy shed. That's, all it, that's what it is, because they're like wooden. They build them. So yeah. it's just a, a fancy shed, but it's obviously nicer than staying outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do. They still look pretty cool. Um, bear in mind, go on the website if you're listening to this and you want to see these, because there are pictures of them on the download site. Um, you can stay in an Airstream, which is awesome. What is that? It's like, um, have you not seen those? Like an American silver camper. I think they were first around in like the 1950s. Okay. Um, so, well, Google it quickly. Google Google Airstream just so you, so you actually know what it is. Because uh. when you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. They're like a very famous American sort of um, caravan. But it's, it's posh. It's not like the crappy caravans we have here. Comes up, Airstream caravan. Is it like rounded at the end? Mm. Yeah, and they're silver. They're amazing. Yeah, okay. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, cool. so that kind of like American-style um, caravan, basically. So you can stay in one of those for £2,000. It's quite cool. a jump up. Yeah, that that's, that's the most expensive one, which is strange because you and your friends can stay on a tour bus as well for £1,200 per person. And I could tell you, the tour bus looks so sick. It, yeah, you, like, don't you need eight of you though? Yeah, you have to. Ha- you have to fulfill a certain amount of people. So yeah, I think there is yeah. like eight bunks. But you know, that's. I mean, to stand on a tour bus would be pretty cool. I know that you're like not a band, cool. but it would still be to have that experience. Um, and just imagine you can how. Cook. Yeah, you can, uh, I think there's a games yeah. area in it. Yeah, they have everything, man. Like 
go on the website people and check it out it's mad i can't believe they do that um and then finally they do a still suite which is a converted container so it's a big metal container yeah. that's been converted into kitchen bedroom shower and everything and they look incredible oh, nice. out of all of them that's the one i want to stay in they look so yeah. sick <laughs> like so sick yeah look at them again on the website so they have so many different things you can do it just depends on how much money you've got to spend yeah but it's just crazy how like if you were to go onto the website now all three quarters of these are sold out completely just gone like they sell faster than the normal tickets do because people kind of want to do these extra um and different ways of camping so I download have obviously made a lot of money off of it, which is good. It's a great idea. It's cool to have different things for different people. So, yeah, definitely saying that yeah. we um we'll have to do one level off at one point. I'm sure I'm just going to do the basic one, but um, yeah. I've been talking about it for years with people saying, "Should we do RIP? Are we going to do R? Are you guys going to do RIP? If you do RIP, I do RIP." So I don't know. Eventually, I think it will happen, but not this year. Standard guru camping. <laughs> Go camping. <laughs> Go camping this year, man. So yeah, um, it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, any sorry, anything else you want to talk about there? Uh well, I was gonna say I've seen people talking about getting a hotel, uh, and I assumed they were getting their own hotel own hotels. I didn't know you could get a hotel through like download or through yeah. Live Nation or whoever it is. I'm sure there's yeah, I'm sure there's hotels around as well that obviously aren't done directly through yeah. download that people stay at, but these are the ones that um obviously just download have got to deal with them where they support the people that yeah. go because obviously it's the same time every year in it so yeah and but i did i i did wonder like how much it would be well how much it would be to book your own hotel because that's got to be more expensive than rip right so rip is actually a good good value for money yeah yeah i i i i'm also i also would be interested to see what the surrounding what prices the surrounding um, hotels would do because you know you go stay there normally like on the on the should we say download off season and you might be staying somewhere for like <laughs> 40 quid but then all of a sudden they charge you a thousand pounds because it's download weekend like you just don't yeah. know do you unless you do some research on the area so yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i i would definitely want to do rip as well Kelly wants to do RIP at some point mm -hmm. because she really enjoyed the Sonosphere RIP experience. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, she hasn't actually told me much about what it was like, if I'm honest. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> we I need to get her on. to do it so much. Interview her and tell, she can tell us what it was like. Yeah. But yeah, she said the other day, when, when I said we were going to be talking about the RIP, she was like, oh, yeah, I want to do that at download mm. at some point. I think she's done a hotel as well. So oh, I, could, nice. I could talk to my girlfriend and, <laughs> and I, I would have the answers for these things, but I, I'm just going to sit here and go, I wonder, hmm, what would that be like? One How day this be? we might find out Adam <laughs> might actually talk to her don't, about it. I don't have time to talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I've got kids, okay? I don't have time to be sad and I don't have time to talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh the best. Um, no, I think I think that's awesome though. We, I definitely want to try RIP now. Now after you've said about it, yeah, same. Lot. I didn't same. know you got so much with it. Yeah, I, exactly the same thing. As soon as I started doing this, I was like, "Do you really get all this stuff with it?" I, I kind of want to <laughs> do it now. Like, I think this has made us want to spend more money in the future now. But still, there's nothing wrong with standard camping. 
that's where I've had all the great yeah. times. So, you, yeah. if, you know, keep doing that if you want to do that. I've done that 13 times. Adam's done that the whole time and we're fine. So, well, yeah. I mean, our in, probably our insides aren't fine, but I mean, externally <laughs> we look, we look okay. <laughs> we don't look that bad. Inside we're probably dead, but oh well. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, should we start to wrap it up then? We've got to do counts like fuckery still. Was there anything else? No, I just, I just, I literally about? just have some people's comments to read out, and then that's all the cool. info that I have, baby. Uh, well, if, if you're listening and you know any more about RIP that uh, that than we've said or or that came up in the interview, just yeah, just write into us and let us know and say like this was fucking awesome this year because of a certain thing. I, the, the bodies are cool. I think I said before. Actually, the guy who played for the guy who came up with Gur Camping played for the Bordies football team when he first came. Oh, really? He was on the, he was on the forums all the time back in, back in the day. Um, so yeah, he was in with them. But like, it's cool how they got to be like the important people just from running the 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 message boards. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. The forums. Crazy. Yeah, more more famous than the Facebook people. Yeah. <laughs> them um <laughs> but yeah let us know that'd be awesome yeah um we, we'd love to hear uh we'd yeah we'd love to hear more uh experiences from from your ip i bet it i bet you make some really cool friends there as well you know i because well d- did you find out how many tickets they sell Is no it like no I, I, the... I bloody didn't do that i will i will find that out and we'll report back in in the next yeah. episode I'll, I'll give a a number i can't remember what percentage it was um it's much more than it was before but still yeah yeah i was wondering whether it's like in the sort of one to two hundred range or one oh to no it's thousand much more than yeah what? it's yeah. it's getting up there now i think yeah cool right well let's go on to campsite fuckery then because we've got a lot of stuff coming up we we will have that gareth's story first in here as well and then we'll lead on to what you got from the facebook group or the Facebook post that you yep. put out. Yeah, people's comments from a uh, post I put on the download page, just asking what people, you know, their experiences of uh, RIP. So I got a few of those to read out. So Campsite Fuckery is a section of the show where we, we talk about any funny, strange, or interesting things that interesting things that you've seen at Download Festival or heard at Download Festival. If you want to share any of your memories with us, you can do. I'll go over all the ways you can reach out to us at the end of the show. First of all, we have Gareth's story from uh, the interview. Back in the, the 2007 of the, the village, there was a midnight, or that like, really after hours game of football that took place. I don't know if it was still happening in the village, but they put out these metal fences to create a little football pitch. And again, after mulling my fair share of beers, I decided to go and have a kick about. Um, I lost my friends, I was pretty gone with it. And I walked away and looked to my right leg and my whole leg was covered in blood. Um, because um, I went in for a tackle with someone and the fence fell over. And it's one of those kind of metal fences that has the pretty sharp legs. And I've got a big massive scar about that, so like about five or six inches Fuck. right down my leg to this day yeah jesus yeah Fuck so me. don't play football dog. Uh, yeah. no <laughs> i was oh recently off work for two months playing football sober with my four-year-old 
fractured a bone in my foot. But yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And Simon, what have you got for us then? Um, I have some, some wonderful comments from uh, some people on the download page. So I put this on the download group um, and I got some awesome stuff back. So I asked them, you know, what, what do you guys think about RIP? What was your experiences? So um, Alex Davis said, done RIP three times. Everyone's so helpful. And as I'm in an electric wheelchair, they sort everything out. Plus the pub that is on site is really good to go to. Everyone's really friendly. They stay in the luxury bell tent and it's got everything you need. Very comfortable with proper beds, uh, charging electrics, plus having a lock keeps everything safe. So yeah, again, nice. that's some awesome comments about the bell tents. Um, yeah. And also, you know, someone who's in a wheelchair. So access is really important for people in wheelchairs. So from yeah. that point of view, with someone giving it that review, that's actually really good. <laughs> um, so uh, and then we got an, uh, a sort of, not an opposite comment, but the first sort of negative one, which is Mark Nixon. He says, it gets worse each year over expanded to meet demand but still better than standard camping so yeah. like we said before it's because there's more call for it it's it's getting bigger and bigger so like you said in his opinion it's getting worse and worse because it's expanding so much so that's understandable i've had i've heard quite a few people and seen quite a few people saying that on pages over the years like oh don't do rop anymore because so many people do it that i think people wanted it to be really exclusive but now yeah. it's opened up to more and more people so i suppose it's difficult isn't it yeah it makes me think of cartman land or was it cartman world in South Park. oh yeah he, yeah he yeah 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 his own yeah, yeah, yeah. Park. Like, <laughs> if we let two people in we can pay for some repairs <laughs> or if we let two more people in we can pay for this <laughs> that's exactly it though you know like download is is fantastic they they put on a great show and they do it and you know like people like Andy Coppin and the team they do it because they genuinely love it all the people that work there but they also need to make money if they don't yeah. make money they can't do it again so they have yeah. to think about these business routes to to get money and otherwise we don't have a festival um yeah. uh, Richard Illing, Illingworth uh, said I used to do the hotel one back in the day uh, and then I started camping um, and thought I'd buy the extra guest hospitality pass. So there you go. I'm guessing there was add-ons back in the day to get yeah. certain certain bits um, uh, for the backstage-ish area because I liked trying to meet bands, etc. Uh, but it just got to the point where you'd see no one because they'd have their own area to hang out in where there was no commoners. So yeah, um, yeah thanks, Richard. So again, yeah. What I said earlier, it was exclusive back in the day, but now you're not going to get all the bands. I mean, it would. Uh, uh, could you imagine back like 2004 and five and six? I mean, I bet it would have been amazing in those places because you would have had all these bands walking around because it was only yeah. a handful of people. That would have been so sick. But now, that yeah, would not, have been yeah, not so much. Um, oh my, this is such a crazy name. Sans Nosset Faced. I'm not sure that's their real name. There might be one of those names that they create. If that is your real name, that's pretty awesome. Um, nearly twice the cost of, um, of of being similar to in, in mainland Europe. So I think they're saying that the French one is way cheaper for RIP than the British yeah. one is. Yeah, and, the, and I enjoyed having nicer showers and the VIP area, um, but the check-in process, process was a shambles. Um, if you don't drive, it's a trek to get back to the coach area. So, 
again, yeah, they're thinking about people that drive and that are going to drive there, but maybe they're not necessarily doing that for the people that still want to do RIP but don't drive. So you might yeah. do the Bell 10 yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I guess, see, this is a good thing. This is what people are bringing up, like things we're not thinking about, like wheelchair access. What are people yeah. doing when they don't drive? Because me and you are just like, well, we drive, so we're just assuming that that's the way people are going to yeah. get there. So it's nice to have these comments from people and get some other... Um, some other perspective on it um greg woodhouse says love it it's pretty expensive but being able to pitch next to the car and being able to bring a decent barbecue and keep food and beers cold in the large cool boxes is great so yeah, yeah i guess having your car there you've always got that battery so you can use it for all sorts of stuff you know you can cool stuff you can heat stuff you can do what you want really can't you because you've got whatever will attach to your car you've pretty much got it yeah I- i'd be worried about running the battery out oh yeah but i suppose if you run your engine for like 10 minutes while you're doing stuff it's probably not going to do not going to do too much but i guess some people really like being next to um next to their car um yeah rhiannon howlett said uh love it um above everything else being able to park next to the next to the team was a dream so i'm guessing they're talking about all their friends and stuff so yeah again yeah it's like people just love parking next <laughs> parking next um you know camping next to the car because it just makes things so easy just um, imagine just imagine not having the walk from the car park in you just just get i get out your car with the tent and go right i'm gonna put it here oh yeah that is so just, good though because oh, that's man. the worst bit the, the, the worst bit of download festival and i've said it in my youtube video the the, the most youtube views i've got is almost 5k now which is pretty decent on my video of things you know what to bring to download and i say to people in there right you don't have to bring all your stuff from the car in one go just don't do it because you'll just kill yourself and i've done it so many times but still even just taking some stuff still is really painful in it it's just like it's the worst (laughs) bit of the festival by far and once you're over that you can have the best time ever but it is a ball lake, so yeah, parking next to it and just going, oh, here's <laughs> the tent, there you go. That would be pretty <laughs> sick, actually. That's a good selling point. Um, Catherine Forlice says, um, a lot of things are great about RIP. Um, our group camp in Park Farm, so we can park right next to our tent and take alcohol in glass bottles. Oh, okay. Yeah, very there nice. you go. I never knew that. Um only for use in the RIP campsite, so they won't be able to, you won't be able to take them out of there. They'll probably check you on the way out. Um, I also yeah. appreciate the access to warm showers, campsite shop, pub, and the lovely welcome hut where you can get access to teas and coffees at all hours. Um, and chatting to the team is amazing. So I'm guessing people are really liking the people that work in these little yeah. RIP places as well. Because obviously, yeah, staff at Download, and from my experience, really nice. Some people have had varying experiences with staff at Download, mainly with security. I think that was a little yeah. bit back in the day, though, when they were, I don't know, hiring out to third parties and stuff. Um, the distance to the arena is very helpful, fairly close uh, when you're in Park Farm. The atmosphere in RIP is also amazing. It's like returning home to a huge extended family, although Download does feel like that in general. Yeah. So like you said, you, because it's less people, you probably get to know a lot of people who go constantly. And you probably recognise a lot of people and end up drinking with them and doing yeah. all that stuff. What else have we got here? Should I do one more? Yeah, I do one yeah, more. Yeah, one more. Uh, yeah. Sort of 
semi longish one. Um, okay, and finally, uh, Benji Sampson. Uh, I've done RIP six times. As someone that doesn't drink heavily and chooses to enter the arena as soon as it's open until it closes, having a more relaxing, cleaner atmosphere around my camping area is a massive bonus. Having half-decent showers and toilets are one of the biggest plus points, and also having the VIP area by the arena and the tattoo tent. Also, not having to lug your gear anywhere helps too, and parking um, by my Land Rover next to my tent is always awesome. Um, this year, in fact, I will have a roof tent, and my parents will have the tent on their tent on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he wrote, uh, friendly people love it. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of positive stuff there and all the other comments that I didn't read out they're all they're all positive saying that yes it's expensive but people do feel like it's worth it so that sort yeah. of answers our question as to is it worth it it kind of is <laughs> but the, the thing is if you can afford it um, yeah. and download's fantastic with the installment scheme and everything to get people if you you are short of cash to try and get as many people in but it's definitely something that I want to do and Ad wants to do so um, but anyway yeah, thank you to everyone that um, that wrote back to my my post. There'll be loads more coming about all sorts of questions that we want to ask you guys. But thank you very much to everyone that sent one, not even the ones I didn't read out, because the same as the other one, we got so many awesome responses. <laughs> I tried to respond to as many as possible and talk to people, um, but you know we can't read all all of them out. But yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, and uh, we should probably wrap it up about there as well. Yeah, man. Thank you all for listening. And a huge thank you to Kev and Gareth again. Um, I know I've said that a few times, but it was it was so good chatting to you guys. And uh, yeah, um, if you want to reach out to us about anything you've heard on the episode, whether it's stories for campsite fuckery, anything we missed out from a particular topic, any corrections, feedback or suggestions for topics you want to hear about. Here are the places you can reach us. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram um, as Dear Download Podcast, um, YouTube. We haven't really time. I, I I've fallen behind with YouTube, but I don't that's okay. We we'll get there. Cool. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Yeah, you can email us at uh, Dear Download Two Thousand and Three at gmail dot com. That's two zero zero three. And um, I didn't say what we're doing next week. <coughs> Why isn't that in my notes? Next week, there's no next week we'll be doing this or whatever. I don't even know. What's the plan for the next one? Well, <laughs> uh, I think I skipped over it, but next week, well, well, this week is the beginning of very interestingly named, um, I think um, that's probably not the best way to put it, um, but a, 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 a mini, mini series of three letter acronyms oh shit of course yes uh because this was obviously about r.i.p uh next week will be about ae not aew nxt yeah we, we said a couple episodes ago didn't we that we want to talk about the wrestling that happens at download and, and wrestling in general yeah because it's uh, um it's intertwined with rock music and sort of always has been so i feel yeah. like it's a good place to uh to go but yeah awesome yeah and hopefully we will be doing that episode with our good friends at, well, I say our good friends, you've never spoken to any of them, uh, but <laughs> um, with uh, the guys over at Top Turnbuckle Podcast. I think Billy listened to the last episode where I gave him a shout out, told them about it, and they said, oh, that's awesome. So 
I commented and said, well, when we do our wrestling episode, we'll let you guys know and maybe you can come on and talk to us about it as well. Talk talk with us about it if that's happy. If you're right yeah, with man. But uh, yeah, and after that, we have to think of think of more three-letter abbreviations. We'll, we'll do it, man. We'll do it. We'll do it. Trust <laughs> me. We'll do it. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, other than that, yeah, we uh, it's time for us to say goodbye, isn't it? So It um, is indeed. There, there's lots of ways you can help us out sharing us on social media or whatever but telling telling your friends is by far the best the best thing you can do for us or any other podcast uh we really 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 appreciate it if you do anything to try and help us grow a little bit yeah we we will suck your balls if uh if <laughs> we, so will. Requested. <laughs> we will we'll do anything <laughs> yeah no uh thank you for anybody who's shared our stuff already and yeah it's time for us to go away now we have been dear download and it's goodbye from simon goodbye and a goodbye from me goodbye